Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Today's episode is brought to you by who else? BetOnline.ag. And it is the month of June. It is heating up, and there is tons of exciting sports action. And BetOnline is where you can find it. Basketball and hockey playoffs in full swing. Baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. It's all at BetOnline, and they got the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So head to the website right now or go on your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming into the pod. It's a Friday pod, so why not get ready for the weekend by bringing in a good buddy of mine? We haven't had him in a little bit, but I always love having him on it's wckg's john zaglul hello john how are you doing great joey oh my goodness great to be back on with you we have so much to talk about don't we you, you gave me the email and you're like hey you know we haven't even talked since justin fields got picked and the cubs are playing everything's going on so it's great to be on with you and i can't wait to dice things up we got to talk about like our, our summer tans uh we got to talk about our swimsuit get our swimsuit bodies ready john it's time man let's talk some bears buddy the last time you were on um, I don't even think Andy Dalton was a bear or maybe he was, I don't even remember, but we had a particular conversation and we're going to start right here where I asked you the question. You had such a great answer about the bears bandwagon and, and, and you had commented on it. And I had heard it from other places too, that bears fans were sick and tired. They were boycotting the bears. They ain't coming back. John, I'm keeping my money. Chicago bears, McCaskey family. Um, where are those people now? <laughs> I wish I could tell you. You know, there are very few people, and I'll actually say this. There are few who I still see comments who say, oh, I'm still done. I think Fields is going to be a bust like I'm done. But for the majority of many, um, yeah, everyone's back. And everyone's back. The bandwagon is full, right? All of a sudden, I, I, the, that dude, right. they're all here. Yeah. It's actually more full than it's ever been, which I just can't stand, actually. I, I don't like that about sports. I hate bandwagons because all these same people two months ago, three months ago, told me, told you, told everybody, boycotting, no merchandise, sell the team, I'm done. Now all of a sudden it's, oh, Justin Fields, week one, great. <laughs> I'm not watching one more game if Pace and Nagy are still in charge. Right. Well, exactly. They probably got some sort of secret extension where they're getting at least two more years out of this one, right? They have two years. No, no question. Um, they're going to have this year. They're going to have next year. And then we'll and, Yeah, yeah. Right. And then if Fields can't perform after two years, that'll prove that it's a naggy issue, that he screwed up Krabisky, screwed up Fields, goodbye, bring in a new coach, and hopefully rectify all the damage that's been done to Fields. So they definitely have an extension now. Um, now they're universally loved, I guess, which okay, fine by me. I don't love them, but everyone else seems to. Uh, you know, I, I saw people writing apology letters online saying, oh, I'm so sorry, Ryan Pace. And oh, now I like you again. It's like, you know, uh, okay. Uh, we're so reactionary, John. We're just- Yeah, we are. And like, I mean, we, we, we do this and we try and do it with like a sense of research and history and we try and evolve on thoughts and stuff. But like, everyone just really needs to weigh in on everything. It's really, it's really- <laughs> It's really super intense, man. Apology letters to McCaskey. Slow down, man. Like they still haven't given us a franchise quarterback yet. We still haven't actually seen that one on the field. Speaking of that. So, you know, everything that you know now, can you go back in time and kind of give us a little bit of an insight into how you view Justin Fields 
before the draft, before he was a Chicago Bear? You know, I didn't see him to be the best quarterback in the draft class. I still thought Trevor Lawrence was 10 times better, and obviously he still is. But some people have said that Fields was number one. Well, if that's the case, why wasn't he selected up, up at that point? Why did he drop so far if he was the top quarterback in the draft? Why was Zach Wilson chosen? Why was Trey Lance chosen above him, too? Um, I think Justin Fields will be okay as long as he's not rushed. I don't know what kind of potential he has. I could, I could see a 4,000-yard season out of him. Um, but the Bears have to be careful with him. You know, we saw what happened with Mitch, for better or for worse. He was rushed and he was sabotaged uh, by John Fox originally, obviously, and then, you know, Matt Nagy coming in. So I think the lesson here is do not rush him. See, the Bears have the luxury, Joey, and I say luxury, of having Andy Dalton. Um, for better or for worse, Andy Dalton at least allows you to not have to just put him in right away, right? Like they're not a quarterback needy franchise they're not the jets the jets are going to put in zach wilson right away the jets have nothing around him he's gonna they're gonna horrible you know what i mean like and and we can you ruin a guy if you put him in too soon i think that possibility exists oh 100 and that's what's going to happen with wilson here unless by some miracle things turned around over there in new york so you can't have the same thing happen to fields allow him to develop we just uh saw otas and i guess he had an issue even with taking the ball from the center that's fine, right? You're a rookie. You're supposed to have that issue, but get it corrected before you go into a game, right? Like you can't be having these needless fumbles um, in a game time scenario. Master what you need to master if your fields before you're ready for a game. Master the offense. Master common sense plays like that, taking a ball from the center. And then we could talk about putting them into the game. You have Andy Dalton and you have Nick Foles still. So you have two veteran quarterbacks who have been in the league a lot longer than Fields has. Let them play. Let Fields learn. When you think he's ready, put him in. Do not cave to public opinion. Do not cave to pressure. Everybody wants him in right now, right now, week one. That may not be the best option for the Bears, nor for him. See, I'd rather him come in week four, have the Bears go 500 this year, than have him learn and be better next year, than put him in right now, ruin him, have the team go, whatever, 5-12, and 12, and then he's broken. So I would proceed with caution if I were the Bears here. You just hit it right on the head when you said week four. I uh, just pulled up the schedule right now. For all the Bears fans out there that want to see Justin Fields right away, we get it. It's an exciting time, and you probably spent a lot of time being really miserable about Andy Dalton, right? I mean, you're just sitting around. Oh, look, look, Andy Dalton is not the worst thing that has ever happened to Chicago sports, and he is not certainly not the worst Chicago football quarterback we are ever going to see, right? People might actually be pleasantly surprised here and there with his play. That being said, what do we have week one, right? At the Rams, Sunday night football. You want to throw a rookie out there? Yeah, who's still and, – and this is real stuff, man, and this doesn't mean that he can't do it, but what you're saying is real. Calling the plays, you know, taking the snap, all that stuff, that clean, that clean transition stuff, it sounds like bread and butter. Or it sounds like, you know, meat and potato stuff, but you got to figure that out. You're going to go against Aaron Donald on that first week. Week two, they play the Bengals. Ooh, that's a Dalton revenge game if I've ever heard it. You know, you could maybe wrap your head around it, but still, like, you don't have to force Justin Fields into that issue. I see a scenario where Andy Dalton could actually have success in week two. What is week three? At Cleveland against the Browns. Again, not a great matchup for Fields, right? Like, you're going on the road. Really talented defense. Honestly, really talented team. I think the Browns are probably going to be pretty damn good this year. And then week four, as you mentioned, they play the Lions. And I think that's probably the first week 
I'm not saying we got to do it, but that's probably the first week you even consider it, right? Because there is a middle part of the schedule where it gets pretty nuts. The schedule's tough this year. They play the Packers, they play the 49ers, they play the Ravens, the Steelers, all kind of bunched together. It's going to be tough either way. Bears will probably be a 500 team, the way we're looking at it. But you got to nail when you introduce it to him and when you bring him out there at the right time. And I think Andy Dalton is a luxury. And I don't know, let me ask you this question. Andy Dalton comes out week two against the Bengals, the second quarter. He throws two interceptions. We go into the half. We're down 10 to three. So we're not out of the game, but Dalton's playing terrible. Who are you bringing in in the second half? Because I'm bringing in Foles. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I didn't even think of that about Foles. Like, like too early, you know what I mean? Like that weird, it's almost like in baseball, that dirty inning. Are we going to bring in Justin Fields with the bases loaded and one out and ask him to, to bail us out? of? You know what I mean? Like I would almost think you maybe would turn to Foles in that situation if Dalton falters really, really early like Mike Glennon style. Oh, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't mind that. That's why you have two better run quarterbacks, and that's why for some reason, well, now we know the reason, the Bears still haven't traded Nick Foles. Um, you know, the Jets were showing interest. The Eagles were before they signed Joe Flacco. So there was actually somewhat of a market for Foles where you pro probably could have gotten like a seventh-round pick or something, maybe some uh, contract help with the money. So, no, I think they're keeping him around for a reason, maybe as a mentor, but also in that situation. Foles could at least play serviceable mop-up duty in that situation. I'd rather him come in, I agree, in that situation, than bring in Justin Fields and say, hey, here you go, rookie. Here's your debut. Uh, win us the game. This isn't like Madden, uh, you know, my, my player in Madden. This is a real, this is real life. And you could, there is such thing as a psyche. There is such thing as damage. There is such thing as breaking a quarterback. So I would agree. Um, that's probably why Foles is still here. If Dalton just totally stinks it up and they know Fields still isn't ready, they're going to probably turn to Foles for a couple of games and have him do what he needs to do. Again, another scenario. We go through training camp. Um, Fields looks Fields looks good, but he's not. You know, he's not lighting it up. And first of all, watching preseason games is back, baby. I'm back. I'm back watching preseason games. I'm watching every snap. I can't wait because you know Fields is going to play a ton. But that being said, uh, let's just say you know Fields is good. Maybe not great. He looks a little bit like a rookie. We get to the end of camp, and just pick any NFL team out there right now. And their starting quarterback gets hurt and they call Ryan Pace and they go, we want Andy Dalton for what a, a swing tackle, right? Maybe, maybe not exactly their starter, but you know, a one, a guy, a guy that probably would be a starter on our line. Would you feel comfortable bailing on Dalton and maybe doing the Foles fields combo or maybe playing fields a little bit earlier if you could get some value for that kind of opportunity. Definitely. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that because the Bears still have needs besides the quarterback position right now. Um, be great if they had another wide receiver. Be great if they had secondary help. It'd be great if the O-line can be stable. We don't know what we're going to get out of Tevin Jenkins and Borum. I, now, Jenkins, I think, is going to be fine, but we don't know about Borum and the rest of the offensive line. Uh, so there are needs for this team. So if you're able to flip Andy Dalton and – I mean, even thinking that, I think that's a miracle. So if you're able to actually flip Andy Dalton, might as well do it. And maybe there's another reason why you do have three quarterbacks right now, two veterans, one rookie. Tyler Bray is going to probably be on the practice squad still. But the point is, 
that's what you have to do. That's what you have to work with. So why not keep, why not leave it alone? I agree that that's not a bad strategy. And you said uh, in terms of needs on the team right now, what do you think the biggest need is on the Chicago bears? You mentioned a couple of them. Which one do you think the biggest one is? I'd have to go with wide receiver. Uh, Cause Alan Robinson only signed a one-year player option and Darnell Mooney is supposed to be good, but that's it. Like they really don't have anybody else as part of their wide receiving core. At the end of this year, you're going to have to make a decision with Robinson. My guess is he is surely not coming back after all this contract drama and the fact that the Bears have a cap issue come next year as it is. So you're going to lose Robinson, then you'll just have Mooney. And I'm not saying Mooney is bad, but who else do you have? You literally just have one wide receiver. So I'd say wide receiver is probably their number one need, and you have to give Field something, right? You can't give him, I don't know, Riley Ridley or Javon Wims and say, Here you, here's your new wide receiver core. I mean, even Russell Wilson, I always say he has no help. Well, at least he does have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. That's it, but it's, it's something. But you got to give him something. You, you can't expect Fields to do great if you don't give him anything around him. He needs the bare minimum at least to at least say, okay, we gave him something. If he doesn't win, we could say, you know, it's because of the team or because of him. But if you give him nothing and then you say, go perform, kid, that's unfair. Yeah, really curious to see. Keep in mind, Bears fans, we don't have that first-round pick next year because of the Justin Fields trade, so it's not going to be easy to just go in there and get a blue chip. Let's just say that wide receiver. And they're kind of doing the same thing that they've done the last couple years, hoping for lightning in a bottle. It's almost like they treat the third receiver like a a bullpen where they just sign a bunch of guys and they just hope it's either like up or down, like the Marquise Goodwin and the Damian Bird. Who knows, right? I would be really interested to see if Jamison Crowder and the Jets, if they end up parting ways, I think that's actually a really great pickup that quietly could kind of transform an offense that doesn't have a lot of blue chip guys, but maybe more a compliment, you know, series of parts. Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, and Damian Williams. That's a pretty good three-headed monster, right? I can kind of sort of get my head around that, again, provided an offensive line that can get some uh, some cohesion there. I find that to be maybe a secret strength of this Bears team moving forward. 100%. David Montgomery is going to have a great year, like last year. I think Tariq Cohen's going to bounce back in a big way after the injury-riddled season. Damian Williams has been on a contender before. He knows what it takes. He won't be a main piece, but he'll get some carries. As long as Matt Nagy actually decides to commit to run the ball, and Joey, you remember from last year, that didn't start till like week six or seven. But once it did, things got better. So if he can start doing that this year, and especially with Andy Dalton, if he's starting, that's a quarterback game time manager. So you're going to have to actually rely on the run game early on uh, with Andy Dalton as your quarterback. That's going to be a big strength. I think David Montgomery is going to do a great job. Um, Cohen will be fine. Williams will be fine. That's a good three-headed monster. And if they could all average, come together and average four yards per carry, that's going to be a nice strength for them. Final one for you. Uh, We're going to do a non-sports one. I'm just going to surprise you a little bit here. It's the Chicago summer. We just recently, I'm going to be releasing it in a couple weeks. I'm doing like a a tournament style debate show uh, as one of my my formats here on betting Chicago brought to you by betonline.ag. And so it's the Chicago summer right now. We were debating our favorite Chicago summer activities. Now, some of these are going to be kind of general, but I'm going to throw them at you, and you tell me what you think might be your favorite one, okay? Now, the first one is is an easy one. Uh, Day at the ballpark. You're either in Bridgeport or Wrigleyville, but you're out out doing a game. Cool Chicago summer activity. The next one we call dining al fresco, which is basically, you know, when, when the summer comes around, people want to eat outdoors or also, like, you know, people have a barbecue. You go to your buddy's house. 
throw some burgers on, maybe a little bit of music in the background. You have a great time. The third one was the Chicago water. Now Chicago water is just, you hang out by the beach, you, you bike ride around Lakeshore, you know, you, you take it in, maybe you get on a boat, maybe you get on a little river tour, something like that. Do you like uh, the neighborhood street fairs, the random block parties that kind of pop up in whatever neighborhood you kind of sort of walk around a little bit. Maybe you buy something, maybe you don't, you probably get sunburned either way. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, the other one was uh, festivals, like big festivals. Are you a Lollapalooza guy, like a taste of Chicago type gentleman? Um, the other one was going downtown, Michigan Avenue, hanging out, doing that whole vibe. Uh, if you could pick one of those, what are you thinking? What would be your choice? What's a perfect Chicago summer day for John Zagul? I think it would be a restaurant. Um, I love eating out. Um, and especially in the summer, it's really fun to walk outside, not have like a coat on and not to actually just wear t-shirt and shorts and sit outside and eat something, eat a good dinner. Uh, you know, Rosebud, I go there with my friends a lot, uh, usually in the summer, go to a couple of Greek places. One of my friends is Greek. We go there too. So that would probably be oh, what Greek place. Day. I'm Greek, my man. Which one do you do? Like the, do you go to like Athena? Do you go on the Greek, like the Greek town strip? No, there's one in Lincolnshire. So it's actually outside of Chicago. It's just north of Chicago. I forgot the name, but we, we've gone there a couple of times and that's been really fun. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say eating out, being outside, being with my friends, not wearing a coat and not shivering my butt off. That is probably the best way I would spend my summer. You're not taking off layer after layer just to move from one location to the next. Um, and uh, when it comes to barbecue, are you, are you a grill man? Do you, are you the guy that's manning the grill? Or are you guy more that's enjoy, enjoying what's coming off the grill? And are you a burger, dog, turkey burger, or Italian sausage guy? I'm a burger guy. Um, I do not grill myself, though. So I will sponge off of whomever is grilling and take all their meats and eat it myself. I could probably stuff at least two or three burgers down on a good day. So I'm exactly the same. I, what I do is uh, I walk out with the plate of cheese um, and I hold it while he puts the cheese on the burgers. And that's my, those are, that's my two cents when I, when I add it in there. And I'm excited. I'm excited to do that for sure because uh, summer is finally here. Chicago baseball is here. We were talking veteran minicamp with John Zagwill, WCKG's John Zagwill. John, just real quick, there's so many different ways to check out your material, your content, your show. Just tell the good people again, you know, your Twitter follow, all that good stuff, how they can check out your show. Thank you, Joey. Um, you can find me anywhere on social media at John Z Sports. That's Twitter, Instagram at John Zaglul on Facebook. You can listen to me every day, two to three p.m. and fifteen thirty WCKG. That's on the Odyssey app, iHeartRadio, and of course Terrestrial Radio. Find me on YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago. We're just about to get to two thousand subs, and the show is simulcasted there, which is great. And then I'm um, I'm on TikTok even too at Chicago.sports. I just started on TikTok to throw some content up on there. So feel free to follow wherever you'd like and consume all the content you can. There's a lot of it. There's usually five or six videos per week. So make sure to come back and enjoy. You gotta check out John's TikTok dances. Uh they're <laughs> they're on point. And uh, but on a more serious level, you guys got to definitely check out Dave Parker coming up as a guest, uh, Hall of Famer Dave Parker. That's going to be a really interesting interview talking about the the state of uh, Major League Baseball and some of the stuff that's going on that isn't necessarily on the field, but still affects the game. Nonetheless, John Zaglou, my friend, always good to see you, my man. Happy summer. Um, happy Fourth of July. 
and uh, hope to bring it back probably maybe when uh, training camp opens with the Bears and stuff starts to get a little real. That'd be perfect, Joey. I can't wait. Always a pleasure, my friend. Good to see you, dude. Today's episode was brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Make sure you head to the website or go on your mobile device because you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is pretty nice, especially with all the sports going on right now. What are you waiting for? Thank you so much for listening to this pod. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Until then, be well, be safe. Please be good to each other. We will talk soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.